0: Welcome to Loving the Snow Life, the podcast where our snow resort obsessed mums talk everything snow. You'll learn stuff including ski school, is it worth it, how to get the best travel deals, what snow gear to buy, sustainability and much more. Some mums love the Kaldashians, our mums love ski documentaries. Between them, they've skied 84 snow resorts and they've dragged us to plenty of them. We're not complaining, we love it. Over to you, mums. Today we're looking at the Epic Pass in Utah and BC, and we're looking at those two random places uh, because we both love them, and they're really popular to go to, and we're looking at the state of Utah in the USA, and the state of British Columbia in Canada.
1: (laughs) Province, yeah, in Canada. Um. And the reason why we touched on the Epic Pass is because you can use the Epic Pass in Park City in Utah and you can use um, the Epic Pass in Whistler in British Columbia. Um, so we've decided to – Emma and I, was, between ourselves, have skied quite a few resorts in both of these places. You've skied uh, seven different resorts in British Columbia. I've
0: skied at six. And you've skied at seven different resorts in – Utah, and I've skied at six different resorts in Utah. Yeah. You've actually do- worked three seasons at a, a Deer Valley in Utah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fabulous. And I've had my um, honeymoon at three different resorts in Utah. So we love Utah, both of us. Yeah. We do. Yeah,
1: definitely. And
0: then you've actually skied at 12 different places in BC, and I've skied at three different places in BC. BC. So
1: Yeah, I just worked out that there's only one less that I haven't skied, Kimberley, I'll ski this year in, uh, BC, in Canada.
0: <laughs> and we both cat skied at, I've, I've cat skied in Utah and you've cat skied in BC. In BC, yeah. So
1: we've got a lot to talk about, got a lot of knowledge between us. Um, so Emma, you just recently used the Epic in, pa- in Park City, in Utah. <laughs> yeah. So what would, what was, um, your big, your most, your best positive from the Epic Pass? Well, the Epic Pass
0: is definitely saying it's a sort of season pass for, resorts that you can access around the world is definitely excellent value we went for the whole of the school holidays we put our house on airbnb and just went and we skied for something like 23 days on the epic pass and they we didn't have to pay for a single day of skiing because we'd already paid for our epic pass in australia and had 10 days last year last ski season in australia so by the time we put our epic passes in our bags and skied There was nothing more to pay for. So I think on that
1: account alone, that is a major draw card. Yeah. Okay. That's true. I've never thought about it that way. You've already, so Utah became free to ski for you guys. For for just season pass. For season pass. (laughs) For
0: just that aspect. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about the blackout days? There's always a myth about the epic and a blackout day for Utah itself. It varies through every resort. So what about yourself when you're in Park City?
0: Definitely. I think you have to just be a little bit smart about your blackout days. For us, we, made sure we uh, made those days our travel day so we didn't arrive the day that it had a blackout day, which was New Year's Eve day. We made that day our day to get organised and settled and do a food shop and things like that. Um, And there was another uh, blackout day during January and we went and skied at a non-Epic Pass resort. So we did fork out money on that, that day but we didn't mind because we hadn't paid any money. For the month anyway. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So while you're at the Epic Pass, the Park City, what other resort is part of it? So Park City Resort and the – so the canyons
0: is part of Park City Resort mm-hmm. and it used to be separate and I went there on my uh, – when I was first married and we only skied at the canyons at that time because my mm. husband that I just married – Loves the canyons and used to work there and everything. So he has inside knowledge on the mountain and that kind of thing. You have inside knowledge. <laughs> you can't beat it. <laughs> That's right. And then we went back 10 years later and took our kids and it was at that time still separate. And then in the last couple of years it's combined forces with Park City Mountain. So now you can ski canyons and Park City and my husband still does not like the Park City side.
1: Really like I'm not really, uh, Park City for me is a bit on a side hill myself. I like the Kenyans that's cut down the four line. I enjoy that more as a Kenyan. So I can, I have to take his uh, side on this.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's a, it's a lot more crowded over there.
1: It is. Yeah. Cause it's, that's where all the accommodation, a lot of the accommodation is. And it's the town. It goes into the bottom of the town, doesn't it? So you kind of think everyone just comes out there. And how far is the Kenyans from Park City town? It's like a bus ride. It's like yeah. It's, it's quick. It's, I yeah. want to say
0: 10 minutes yeah. on a bus.
1: You guys stayed on the canyon side, didn't We you? stayed on
0: the canyon side yeah. and we stayed at the base of the Cabriolet, which is like a gondola that goes over the car park and our youngest being six, it, it was only a 300 metre walk to the bottom of the Cabriolet and if she was older, there would have been no issue because there was no issue about walking around for anyone else apart from her with her little legs. Yeah. So, but that was the closest we can get. So. I think there's so much building being done in the canyons. There's pros and cons with that because that being the third time we had been there, we definitely felt a bit disappointed, like a bit like, oh, "Oh no, it's it's gone. There's queues and, Mm. you know, that's a bit of a shame. But then you sort of think if you win the lottery, wouldn't it be great to get one of those apartments at the base of the
1: canyons or somewhere in Park City? And Yeah, yeah. true, true. How much more expensive are they at the front of the base? Are they like... Because well, you you're in the US dollar, aren't you? As well, you like, are. That's a big. You are in the US dollar for yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. And Sorry. you have to kind of account for that too, and
0: get bill shock when you get home. As long as you, as well as your post-holiday blues. <laughs>
1: It all happens together. That's really February. Great. No wonder dry. no one spends in what, retail. What is it? Dry February as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're eating beans, kids. Is <laughs> that yes. a ball? <laughs> yeah. Back to school. Here we go. Homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of comes down in a big shock, isn't it? Because we always have our holidays in January to suit school holidays. But if you can get over there in February, March, the prices are better Definitely. in Utah. Uh, well, actually all in North America at those times because the airfares are a bit lower. Yeah. But yeah. So what in when you um, were in Park City, how'd you spend your time? When you weren't skiing, like, when we what, weren't skiing, what would be your. Well, this is, this is why I do
0: love Utah, because, um, when this, when it's a sketchy snow day, uh, you can go down to Salt Lake City, which is only 30 metres drive, and, uh, Minutes we need some metres. <laughs> 30 minutes 30 metres drive 30 minutes and we went to the Natural History Museum and that I'm a bit of a museum junkie and I've got to say that was one of the best ones I've ever been to there was something for everyone there was dinosaurs a massive floor of all the dinosaurs and geological wonderments there was a floor on the American Indians uh, there was oh it was just amazing we could have spent two days there easily so that yeah. was that's good They have, you know there's so many massive things in North America like that. You yeah. can spend a day shopping, doing really decent shopping in Salt Lake City, Yeah, go to the outlets. We went to the outlets heaps in the mm-hmm. afternoon and we'd just get a ski jacket that we'd spend hundreds on in Australia. We, you'd buy it for $50. It's yeah. all discounted stuff. Especially
1: at that time of the year, too, like in January, they tend to discount a lot. I remember living there and driving out to the premium outlet malls. Oh, it was my favourite. Do a day off and be like, why aren't you skiing? I'm like, no, I'm going shopping. And then we drive down to Salt Lake as well. And that was quite fun. So Salt Lake's a really alternate city.
0: (laughs) Well, alternate in the way. Sorry. Utah. That's okay. Utah is growing. It's a state that's growing and it's attracting a lot of people that want to be, they're outdoorsy people. They're into their health. So yeah, Salt Lake city is a great city in its own in its own right for for visiting but I think we're both talking about Kimball Junction with yeah. all with all the outlets with all the outlets yeah. and Kimball Junction is growing and it's got I I really love my health foods and all that kind of stuff so I walked into Whole Foods and I just stood there and had a moment I wanted to go long La! <laughs> because I just felt like I was home I could I could go to the mushroom section and buy chaga mushrooms and um, lion's mane and all the thing and go back to our airbnb apartment and cook them all up and i just can't do that in sydney so i was in health food heaven to the point where jake had to say to me can you just calm down a bit and stop (laughs) buying unusual fruit and veggies that we can't get home we'd like to eat something normal tonight (laughs) because that's kind of counterintuitive to people think oh when you go to america all you eat is maccas well you can go and just be a whole foods junkie over in utah and even if you don't ski you can you can go for walks, and
1: you know there's so yeah. much to do. Yeah, I have. You scare. know, I have to. While I was listening to your loud moment, I have to do the same when I see the donut aisle in the shopping centres. I go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just because i go oh wow i can have that in a donut <laughs> <laughs> and we, we think that in australia we're getting all these varieties now but the states just kind of tends to put another thing on it doesn't it like on whole food or junk food they've just got another level again on all these foods which is part of the joy of skiing yeah in an english-speaking country but you know, it's still very different to Australia in Utah. And even yeah. in Walmart, we
0: noticed in, in Kimball Junction, which is what, 10, 15 minutes down the road from the Park City. They resort. do, um, buses out there if you don't have a car, don't they? They're, they do. Yeah. They're free buses. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Which so is- you cannot have your own, um, transport and you can get a bus there. But even Walmart has the biggest section of fruit and veg, organic fruit and veg. It's really transforming. Yeah. So it's great. You don't have to, you don't have to be a heart attack
1: victim victim. no no which is good when you're skiing because it is utah is just an amazing space well where the mountains are you know so i find the whole of utah you come come in you land in salt lake and you either go up that valley or you got the next valley you go around the corner and there's like these resorts at every corner, you know, you um I'm trying to think of the valley that um So you've got little little uh, cotton Little wood, Cottonwood, yes. Yes. And then yes. you've got Big Cottonwood.
0: Little yeah. Cottonwood you've got Snowbird and Outer. Yes. Where we also had our honeymoon.
1: And then Big Cottonwood you've got Solitude and Brighton. Yeah. So that's a bit further away from Park City, but they these are closer to these are closer resorts to Salt Lake City. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, these these yeah. ones all are. But yeah. you
0: know, if you were based, because we when we were there last, you've got to have your dreams and things you think about. We're thinking we we skied for the day with some friends at Solitude, and we thought if we come back to this area, where would we go? And I do love the Cottonwood canyons. We would love to go back to Snowbird and Outer. We feel like if you're around at those those canyons. Uh, we did think, what would we do with the kids?
1: Yeah, because you're stuck up in there, and if there's
0: a lot of snow, they close those canyons, and which they, I've been in there. The kids closed. sort of said, "Oh, can we next time? Can we come with another family so it's not just looking at you guys every night?" They always,
1: always want more. The children <laughs>
0: always want more. <laughs> um, so that would be a good thing if you're—I don't want to say stuck in those Cottonwood canyons, yeah. but kind of like you're not oh. just going to go—you know—strolling down the street like you can in Park City. Either. No, there's
1: a car park. Outside of Alta, you know. So, and Alta also is only skiing. There's no snowboarding in Alta, so that must be known. So, if you've got snowboarders in a family, not a great option. Mm. But and and they're quite intimidating hills when you drive up to them. Like you see the tram at Snowbird, and you're like, where does that tram take me? <laughs> but then once you're up at the top of the tram, you're like, whoa, I'm not going to ski there. But as every tram in North America, there's an easy way down. But it's yeah. I wouldn't are, say it's I wouldn't not say a to all, but no. I wouldn't
0: definitely wouldn't. Um, point a bunch of beginners to any of those Cottonwood Canyon resorts, would you? I mean, no. I know that people have to start there, and maybe that's their home mountain, whatever. But I would
1: start them if we're coming all the way from Australia. Yeah, Park City, Park City, a yep. better base. Yep. Park yeah, Park City or the canyons. Well, because at the base of, of Park City, like going out to the other, um, back to Park City as a base, you've got Deer Valley right there, Park City and the canyons right there, and then. Um, the next like if you keep driving past Park City you're you're into your solitudes and your sun dances, which is kind of a fun resort. Did you ski something? Didn't ski. We went for the day just to
0: break it up. My parents came out for a week and um, I think they were rotting away in their hotel room, reminding the grandkids. So we thought we better throw them a bone, <laughs> take them, take, take, them to take them around the beautiful Sundance Resort, though. And and all the the scenery. Is yeah, so beautiful it's a Robert Redford
1: resort, so it's kind of got a little bit of nostalgia, mm. and it's quite different to the other resorts. It's it's set in a bowl, tiny little bowl, but I loved it. I yeah. loved Sundance. It's quite it real. It's quite nice to have your own car if you're yeah. if you're staying
0: in Park City resort greater resort or anywhere in the, in any of those utah resorts we did know people that were just staying in the resort and they i think they got just a cab or a, a, a bus to a to the supermarket but otherwise you are you know you you and have that slog it with the wee shopping yeah so, or just eat out you know yeah, i guess if money's um, no object and you just want to eat out every night yeah talking yeah. about eating out
1: park city is Phenomenal for food. Oh, food world class
0: restaurants, world class. People fly from. It's a real New York thing to do to fly from New York, New York to Park City and eat out, and they're just
1: amazing. Yeah, my favorite thing. If you get a chance, if you don't have the children, you get the luxury to go to Park City as an adventure. The Sundance Film Festival is quite an eye opener. It's on for the week, and you get all the. All, it's it's almost it's not as big as the um, film festivals over in Europe. I can't remember the name right now. I'm not Venice. Venice is coming to be whatever it come. is. Can, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's not as big as that, but it, it's the launch of all the indie films in America, and it's a real alternate week. It's a really fun week, and everyone just gets out on the hill. We used to teach all the guys out on the hill, with, like all the companies that used to come and sponsor fun days, and we, yeah, it was a real great buzz, and the, t- the town comes alive. The locals don't so much love it because it takes up all the car parking and all the restaurants, but. If you're a tourist and you go there on Sundance Film Festival, it's real fun. Yeah. If you get to leave those kids behind. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what, what, what's, um, how big are the resorts in Utah? Like, um, Park City in
0: the Canyons is, uh, over 7,000 acres and there's 300 trails. So they're uh, massive. You could, we were there for, you know, most of the month and there was definitely parts we didn't Go to. Admittedly, yeah. there were parts we did repeatedly every yeah. day for a week. We'd just do. Back at nine hundred,
1: yeah, things like that. Yeah, or yeah. yep. well, the kids' favorite. The kids' favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if you only had a certain amount of time in Utah, like everyone doesn't have the luxury of a month,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how what would you? How many days would you say? I think you could go over there for.
0: Oh, 10 days. I think any North American resort, you need to have 10 minimum. Because you've got to allow for your jet lag. Yeah, Yeah. So you're flying, if you're going to Utah, you fly directly from any major city in Australia to LA and then you've got the option of changing to a domestic flight to Salt Lake City or... If
1: you're cheapskates like us, you drive, you hire a car. and you. But it's pretty it amazing. Like that drive from L.A. through is like it's kind of hay bay, like the oh, ding ding ding-ding in some areas. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Very educational.
0: And, yes. and admittedly, if you drive straight there, you should only um, – it should only take 10 hours. So if you were my husband, you, you'd like to land in L.A. and – and go straight there but I managed to add two extra days to it everyone was cursing me and I kept saying you'll love me in the end because I wanted everyone to go take a hang a hang a right and go to the Grand Canyon yeah so we did and we watched the sun come up and everything and I, it did take a couple of days but but
1: are loves that me now gonna, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and we went over Hoover Dam and it was I mean it was it was very crowded, um, and they check your car in case you've got a weapon, but oh, that's educational. What? Check your car for a weapon. Well, it's an ideal spot to blow it up. I don't oh, want to give anyone fabulous. an idea. No, please just, don't yeah.
1: I never would have thought that. No, yeah, like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just don't think that Anyway, well, good. They're checking safety first. Safety first. (laughs) And then on the way back, or the way
0: there or the way back, you can also add, you can go into Bryce Canyon or, you know, Moab Moab and all those
1: amazing deserts too. Yeah. There's also a side trip to Vegas if you feel inclined. Definitely. So double or nothing your holiday. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. nothing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We did that on the way back. So that's only three hours from LA. So, and it's, and it is en route. So you can definitely have, a
1: a stopover in L.A.
0: Yeah, so if you choose Utah as a
1: destination, it doesn't all have to be about that scheme.
0: No, and I would say we've done L.A. now on the way to Utah a few times and I would say you can take kids there and – if if you like all of us and we're in bed early, it's not going to be too
1: confronting for your kids. Oh, Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. True. True. It's it's not. They're making it more child friendly, which is kind of scary in a casino world. But they do. Mm. They do. There's lots of shows and lots of everything. But yeah. So getting back to the skiing, um, yeah. Out of your like six resorts that you've skied in Utah, what would be your favorite? I would definitely head back to
0: Snowbird and Outer next time. Yep. And I, I really love Solitude. There's plenty of um great powder out the back, so I would definitely head there too. I haven't been to um I haven't been to Brighton
1: and um Brighton's an up and coming though. It still needs a lot of work. So it's probably if you if you've only got one trip over there I'd probably maybe miss it. Solitude put like Brighton became like they did a lot for the Olympics when they had the Olympics. So they ran a lot of, they ran uh, one, one run down there in the Olympics, which they had to transform the whole mountain, which is, a, it's pretty cool. It's a unique hidden one, but mm. you've only got a certain amount of days. I don't think it's your top five mm. in Utah. I think if you don't have children or your children are
0: teenagers or they're old enough that they don't need to be amused, any of those, uh, little cottonwood or big cottonwood resorts would be yeah. awesome. And if you have smaller kids, well, having said that, our kids spent most of their afternoons building ski jumps outside our accommodation anyway, so you can do that in any of those resorts. But I definitely felt like some afternoons we didn't really go out too much at night, but some afternoons we'd definitely say, come on, we'll go into Park City Resort and look around and go into the souvenir shops and have a look at the American Indian.
1: Yeah, because Park City is full of that. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What? Just on back on the kids, sorry, mm-hmm. ski schools, they're expensive in America, aren't they? Like, if you want a full day lesson or you like what? Yeah, they are. We didn't put our kids into ski school this time.
0: We, uh, got a babysitter for our youngest a couple of times and then brought in the grandparents.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the, the, that's, that's a big part of it. If you are going to, I think, uh, an American, Utah is you've got a fact, and you've got younger kids, you've got mm-hmm. to factor in that ski school component because it is quite expensive. I think if you or were Or you draw going- the straw. Yeah, that's right. Miss you EDA, the you don't get it. We've done that quite often. In some our of family. the
0: some of the resorts in the canyons and in in the Park City side, uh, they have um, kids club and kid minding facilities inside the resort. Yeah, um, they were a little bit above our budget, so we didn't go for those. But they would be in the ideal world. Yeah, if if you weren't necessarily on a budget or you wanted to have a trip of a lifetime. 10 days somewhere and you've built in your child minding, you could get it inside the your hotel yeah, or you just
1: cop it and yeah. pay for it outside. They certainly do it well, though, in America, the child minding. Like Definitely. The, yeah. it, it's five-star. Like there's the food that your children get, the kind of activities that they do. Um, so I'm purely speaking from Deer Valley here probably because I taught there for three years and I know kind of what they gave and what they did and on snow and it's pretty incredible. And, and yeah, I, I, I think – yeah, Deer Valley is just maybe a step above the
0: – It totally is. That is the – that's the –
1: what's the word we want to use? That's the, the cream the on cre- the cupcake. Yes, yeah. The icing. With, with you know, uh, with a um, – Big sprinkles. Definitely big on top. cherry, yeah. I think it's a freckles from hay on top. Uh, that is chocolate. a big treat. You know, yeah. if
0: you were – You Valley. had 10 days to live – Take me to Deer Valley and let me stay in that hotel.
1: What's it called? Stein Ericsson's. Oh, Stein Ericsson's and eat the buffet. I did that many times. I, well, yeah, I was praying for guests. Let them be staying at the Stein Erikson and I can eat the buffet lunch with them. <laughs> I think that's where my love of buffet lunches came. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So there's it, there's various, there's lots of variants in the Utah. I various. Think, you know,
0: you can go if you if you stay at Park City, there is the ice rink. Oh, yeah. so as well, and there's yeah. the Chocolate Factory.
1: Yeah, oh, the Rocky Mountain, which is in Canada as well. Mm. I was really surprised to see that because it's called Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, mm. and I thought it was a Canadian thing only until I was in Park City and went, oh, my God, there mm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, was a, that should be a highlight for mine too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I would say a thing that I can't omit from mentioning about Utah is the alcohol laws.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: it was a bit of a funny thing because they, they have they have they are changing their laws a little bit but it's very much you can't buy wine on the mountain it's all low alcohol beer and Which, it be, became did you gas. <laughs> i don't drink beer so that was really good and you have to have your id Pizzle. everywhere yeah. and when you're a little bit older than 18, like we are. We're just only just older than fraction, 18. Fraction. Smidge. Smidge. <laughs> That's really annoying because when you're skiing, I don't ski with a I, – I don't like to ski with my um, passport yeah. and I don't like to ski with a wallet. So I got caught out about six times where I didn't have ID and we'd go into a hotel or something for a glass of wine in the afternoon or something and I literally could not have a,
1: a, one single glass of wine. Even though we've got the right age appropriate and
0: yeah, wow, that's really odd. That- yeah. I said, have a look at my wrinkles on my neck. <laughs> I still didn't know Back of my hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> and my father, who oh. was born in 1941, could not get over it. He walked because we were really stressing about him walking around the village because we didn't want him to slip over. And yeah. He went in to buy a beer and the young guy would not serve it to, to him. He was so mad. <laughs>
1: That that is pretty outrageous. That yeah, that's that's actually enough to really tick you off on your holidays, isn't it? You don't need oh, those little things. Oh so my really, gosh, that was yeah. that was really typical. But it's really odd because you can buy beer in the supermarket, and then their liquor stores are massive, and they've got the best choices of liquor. Mm. And why are they so strict outside? But that's it's bizarre. Utah. just that's yeah, that is state. Utah. So it is yeah. They do things odd in Utah. They, but
0: th- it's really hard to reconcile. Don't you think all that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah but they do things really well. Like that's. The snow, the snow, oh, the oh. snow
0: quality. There's a reason why Utah is called the best snow on earth. It is incredible. It's light snow, and it comes in over the desert. And when it falls, there's no moisture, and it's it is amazing. It's up to your knee, up to your belly, up to your whatever. If it's if you've got, yeah. if you're lucky enough to get a a storm, that's yeah. not on the groomers. But if you're looking for other kind of snow, yeah, it's pretty incredible. It does get a
1: lot of storms. There's a lot of storms that come through like so on in the systems and and normally talking about the the normally the little cottonwood canyon where snowbird and outer is mm-hmm. they've also they've got the dry effect and they've also got the salt lake effect so they get a lot more snow in those canyons than what a park city in a deer valley will get and around the other one and, and also just, you've got to watch out
0: those canyons too because the day we were going to go around and ski at snowbird or outer and they actually block the whole canyon off because of the storms
1: yeah so yes. you can get you can get um, snow blown in on the website we'll have all the links to where you can check out where like where the canyons are close if it's closed if you're doing day trips within Utah sorry. Mm-hmm. yeah that's
0: true. Um, and I just think the other thing about Park City and Utah is the infrastructure the the gondolas, the lifts yeah it's it's pretty hard to beat North American in snow infrastructure it
1: is true yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, they, it's just all quads. It's all going. It's all manned by professionals. Compared it's- to, compared to Japan in Seki, where it's a one,
0: one, one seat man. with no, with no belt on. And then they just look at their watch and go, it's lunchtime and they go and have their noodles. And, and so there's no, no one one's to man loading it. you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Been there. Oh.
0: They're just very safety first in North America. They were saying it's on wind hold because of the wind. And we're like, we're from Australia. We know wind.
1: (laughs) This is not wind. It's a breeze. (laughs) And uh, the bombing, the avalanche bombing in all the resorts internally, like that's in Snowbird, particular and up in the top of Deer Valley now. Like, uh, yeah. But there's, I think Utah offers everyone a piece of action. Like, if you're a beginner or you're actually a hardcore skier, Mm -hmm. like Utah has got the places for you, especially Snowbird. And then, you know, if you want the ultimate experience, you just can't go past your ski valet at Deer Valley. Oh, the, (laughs) what do they
0: call it? The, um, the marshmallow experience in the, oh, afternoon. in the afternoon
1: when you come in and you drop your ski off and you get oh, there. Yeah, they do that in Breckenridge, but we're not talking nice. about that. No, we're <laughs> not. <laughs> about.
0: Well, yeah, so that's, yeah, well, that's kind of like in a nutshell Utah and why we love Utah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you'd, yeah, you'd wrap up Utah in. Oh, uh, I would without a doubt go back to Utah. I would wrap it up by saying kids, I would, I would go back to Park City Resort,
1: including Canyons. Yeah. There's a lot more to do with kids. Uh, Would yeah. you book through a travel agent, like, at the end of the day? Or, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and is it just as it like, you did Airbnb, so that was quite a simple? I did. That, that might seem daunting that someone does an Airbnb not trusting. Sorry, I, you know, I just remembered this. Sorry, we'll no, wrap it up. No, but <laughs> it,
0: it's true. I mean, I... Don't know if I just like to make things hard for myself and just do things myself because I, I definitely there's room for error. You you do have to you know I'm emailing ladies saying how how far from the cabriolet is your apartment and then trying to work out how far and everything and you're taking hedging your bets and hoping it all works out. For sure, that's kind of my life. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) always trying to shave a hundred bucks off. (laughs) Yes, I would. Love it without a doubt. If you go through if you go through someone reputable, you're going to have a great time. They half the time they can guarantee it. They've done it a million times. They know that that apartment works. They know what facilities are there. They know. They just do it all for you. It's sometimes it is easier to pay the money. I know that.
1: Yeah, but. You know, when you go on for a month, it's a whole different ball game. when you're 10 days a month. I'd do it myself for a month or two, I think. But 10 days I'd definitely go in and use a great travel agent. Book pay. Book pay. Have a good time. Relax. Yeah, you know you've got security, something goes wrong or it's not on your back, which is a nice thing when you're taking a holiday too, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have to kind of be hit over the head ten times before I learn. Like
0: maybe I should use somebody
1: to book my holidays instead of. Hit but and it, worked out. It. it worked out. It worked out. Yeah, it always yeah, works Utah, out. Utah always works out. It's a good choice. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. I like Utah. So BC, you yeah. love you love a good BC resort. I do love a BC resort. Twelve resorts. Not it's before scared. Christ. A British Columbian. <laughs> no resort. Yeah, <laughs> not a British. Yeah. yeah, twelve resorts. I yeah, yeah I didn't. Over the years, I've been skiing British Columbia since I was 17 years old. I was lucky enough. I did um, two seasons at Whistler and three, four, four at Silver Star. Um, and now I, like, um, am just bought an apartment at Sun Peaks. Woo, woo, Whoa. Um, only because we're starting a business, Snow life tours. But mm-hmm. that's another option. We're going to talk about BC. But I didn't realize how much I actually love BC.
0: You are a BC lover. I am a BC lover. You are. You're going to have to get a tattoo saying BC in
1: the middle of the love heart. (laughs) No, I will not do that. There'll
0: be no tattoos. I'm not that much of a lover. (laughs) (laughs) But But, so do you have, you've skied at Sun Peak, Silver Star, Whistler, Fernie, Whitewater, Kicking Horse, Panorama, Apex, Cypress, Big White, Mount Washington and Revelstoke. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: I can't wait to go to Revelstoke. Yeah. Do you have a favourite? Oh, wow. That's a really hard question. I mean, now my heart has to lay with Sun Peaks and I do love it because it's a resort for everyone. But for my personal, if I'm going to go, it's I will be heading to Revelstoke and Kicking Horse. They are just really great resorts. They're fun. They're huge. Um They've got, uh Revy is the number one vertical in North America. So it's like top to bottom. It's the longest you can ski. Would I they're, take
0: my six-year-old there? No, no, you're
1: not taking your six-year-old to Revelstoke. Would I
0: take my 10-year-old
1: and my 12-year-old? Definitely take you to, ten- oh, depending mm-hmm. on the skiing, that if they're first-timers and they're, or if they're still in a racing snowplow, no, you're not, not taking them to Revelstoke. There's much better resorts. There's Sun Peaks, Silver Star, Big White for those guys. Like that, they'll have a much more enjoyable time at those resorts. Um, like for, for mm-hmm. really good kind of, you know, great skiers, great, great lady skiers, great, Twenty-year-olds, great teen brackets. Like, if you've been skiing BC for a fairly long time, like you've gone to Whistler a lot of your school holidays, and your your kids are now teenagers, your next step is Revy and um, Kicking Horse. It's and how's the dollar? Yeah, the Canadian dollar. um, The Canadian dollar kind of doesn't fall as hard with the Aussie dollar as a US dollar. So we tend to be, if, if it's not on par, it's only 5 cents below. It's not like the 20 cents that you get with the US dollar. So it's a little bit, it's better comparison. Australia and Canada are fairly similar in the the works that we do. Like a lot of our dollar runs off commodities. So it's, yeah, it's just, so we don't fall as hard as the US dollar when the Canadian. So you get more bang for buck in Canada, in BC on the Aussie dollar.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's, and so the Epic Pass.
1: Yeah. Goes in the- into Whistler.
0: Whistler, and when we say Whistler, we mean the com- combined resorts of Whistler and Blackcomb yes. now on one pass, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's Whistler Blackcomb. Yeah, everyone has to ski that once in their life. It is phenomenal mountain. You're just in awe of it. Like when you get, when you go up the first hill, then you got your second hill and it's like, oh my gosh, there's more, that's all to play on. There's two, like normally you get one hill and you get a st- more side hill. Like if they say we've got two ski two resorts, but these are two gigantic hills that have joined together. So it's um and the Epic Past allows you to do that. And the blackout days are similar to Utah. It's on your New Year's Eve, your Christmas days. So, but like you said, you you work around those days. It's mm-hmm. not an issue. So, mm. yeah. That can be your day-off days and
0: things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Whistler's got 17 bowls, four glaciers, 200
1: trails, and over 8,000
0: acres of skiable terrain. It's pretty nuts, though. Eh?
1: It is. It is. And you're never going to ski. Like I, I've skied a lot of it, but you're never going to ski it if you're there for a 10-day or a 12-day adventure. But so much fun to explore. Mm. Like, I went there with a friend. Hi,
0: Sasha um two years ago for our it was our first ever child-free holiday and oh, we yeah. went to Whistler for one week yeah and you'd think why would you go there for a week but if you're two mm-hmm. desperate mothers with no children you go anywhere for a week wouldn't
1: you? <laughs> yeah Whistler's not that bad
0: <laughs> and we just part of the funny thing was that we go okay let's get the first lift so we'll, we'll We'll give ourselves 30 minutes to get ready uh, and then after seven minutes we were already looking at each other going, what now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely, we skied everywhere and we did a two-day, um, uh, what was it called, Extremely Canadian guided sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: ski ski improvement.
0: Yeah, and we we just felt like, gosh, you could be here a month and not ski everywhere.
1: It is. It's huge, you know, and you could, because you've got Black Home Whistler and then you've got the Whistler Creek as well, which goes down to Dusty's, which is one of my favourite places to have a beer. In Whistler, <laughs> eight wings, you know, back to food for dinner. I should be. Um, no. <laughs> but no, it's, um, yeah, it's, and there's steep stuff at Whistler. Like you go up into the coolars or you go off into, you just got to be careful everywhere, obviously, mm. um, cause skiing is dangerous, but you've got to be sensible. There's not so much side country as in Japan side country because it's all on the hill and it's all within bounds in Whistler. So the Epic Pass allows for you to go and do all that um Mm. i i the terrain is incredible i would say like it's funny because you sit back in australia you sit back home and you go oh my gosh whistler got 40 50 centimeters overnight sounds great not so great when you're in the village because that is usually elephant snot that falls so what i mean by elephant snot is like really heavy powder it is unusual for Whistler to get the powder like the interior of British Columbia um, that I'll talk about a little bit later because it's more on the ocean. So it comes in, comes over the ocean and dumps it. So it's quite wet. So you kind of, it's, it's a sight to be seen to see 50, 40, 50 centimetres overnight because you're just like, wow. But the bottom of Whistler is quite, it's not as steep, so you end up kind of straight running it if there's that much snow. So when you're in Whistler, you kind of pray for like 20 centimetres every night, not so much with a big dump but It's a little bit different because it's a bit wetter, and it just compacts. And it's like, oh, by the end of the day, leg burner.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're getting to some of these places, it's you fly to like Sydney, Sydney, Vancouver, and it's an hour and a
1: half up to Whistler. Yeah, it's easy to get it's to all, Whistler. It's all yeah. very
0: close, isn't it?
1: But it's called the Sea to Sky Highway, and it's it's well, you know, it's it's a highway to the snow from the sea from the sea and it's (laughs) how'd they get that name
0: (laughs) without having a down day that day they ran out of special name
1: but it's the scenery going up to whistler is quite along the water and along the you see all the logging and you see kind of everything amazing up there there's so many transport options Mm. When you to go? You can go private transfers, buses. They leave every they they meet every plane that comes into Vancouver to get to Whistler. You're never going to have a downtime if you're at Vancouver Airport trying to get to Whistler, unless they've had one of those forty fifty centimeter days where it's snowing all the way down and then. But they clear the roads. They're pretty amazing in basic. They used to snow. Yeah, <laughs> so a little bit used to snow. Yeah. yeah, they get a lot. They get a lot. So the transport is everywhere,
0: and yes. it's pretty nuts. So the the town down the bottom in the village. Yeah, it's isn't a huge it? town. What well, kind if, of you're direct... not, if you're not. You're not skiing and stuff is oh, like oh if
1: you're not skiing the village in Whistler is um it's just got endless shopping the restaurants are incredible so if you're non-skier there's a lot to do in Whistler on the Epic Pass you know um there's a lot to do in BC full stop yeah there thing. is there is yeah like, I would say like getting back just finishing up on Whistler like mm-hmm. on the Epic Pass the mm-hmm. downside is that it's crowded
0: mm-hmm. it
1: is mm-hmm. so crowded now like because the Epic Pass is also available to Americans and um, Europeans and New Zealanders, it, it's really, really crowded now. So in January, you are waiting for 45 minutes for a lift. You're waiting like to get up in the morning. If you're not there at the first lift, if there's fresh snow, if you're not at the lift by 6.30, don't even think about it. You might as well just start at 10. I think unequivocally, like, I'd say we would agree that that's the major
0: downside of the Epic Pass. There are yeah. so many pluses. It's getting us a little bit further around the world and we don't have to pay once we're there especially we can get the value but we really feel that shame of it's getting crowded and it just pushes on for wait times in lift lines and things doesn't it it
1: does yeah it does and and then it's frustrating as well because it's adding to the you know the cost of a drop a drink or the cost of food i'm finding like a lot of the feedback is that oh yeah we, we you know it's we've got the pass we feel like it's free but everything else seems to be really through the roof expensive but like
0: well, I said, oh sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say about that. That yeah, my dad he got a he got an epic pass because we figured what was good value for one week. But then mm. two of the days were on wind hold, so he was a bit bummed because he was saying I could have actually just fronted up to the window on the day and bought that pass for the day, for the and, day. and the other days not be. Having to pay my grandkids a
1: dollar to go and check on the gondola lift. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good tip, though. If you if you if you are bringing someone with you and they don't have the Epic Pass, maybe it's not the right option because of those windhole days Mm -hmm. and because of the heavy snow days, and they don't open the hill till like one o'clock or something because there's a lot of snow.
0: You really got to take your pros and cons about that, don't you? Yeah. Bringing someone and then it might be better if you just say go and pay for three days. Just wait and see. Or yeah. I, I haven't done the maths on it at the moment, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it, it's normally more viable to do a three day pass than a one day at a time. But if you know, if you look at the weather, like there's so many, um, websites now that you can look at on, on time weather that get you through to it. So Whistler weather is really good. It's mm. one you like to use. Yeah. But I uh, like kind of wrapping up Whistler. It's, I would definitely go, but phew, you Know if you can try and go in February or March to avoid those January crowds because it's full on and it's only it's, it's a once in a lifetime. There's so much more of BC. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there's so so some peaks. I didn't realize it was the second largest resort in is it BC? Yeah, in BC. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, Second in Canada, yeah. yeah, no, in Canada, in Canada, yeah, 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 yeah. so it's it's huge. 1728. Hectares,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: Three Peaks, yeah. and it was in two thousand and nineteen
1: National Geographic top ten winter trips. It was along with all these amazing places. It was, yeah, yeah. So some peaks is um quite, it, it, so you have to go into Vancouver and then you take another flight into Kamloops, or you can drive five hours, okay, from Vancouver. Well, that's pretty good, isn't four, it? Yeah, four hours depending on the snow, four hours. So there's options, and um, yeah, it is. It's and and all because it's so many kind of. They know that the connecting flight from Australia often goes to Interior British Columbia, like your Kamloops or your Kelowna, which Kelowna is Silver Star and Big B- White. They're those airports. Um, they have connecting flights that suit us really well, so it's no layover. To, you're not going to seven hour layover in Vancouver to get to your next destination. So, get it. So, getting into the well, kind of British Columbia is it's it's like um, it's got four different peaks that you kind of go through, like the variety of mountains. It's, it's four sections. So it's called the Coast Interior Powder Highway and Northern BC. You don't really want to go to northern BC because it's cold. It's Mm -hmm. so cold. But so the coast is Whistler and Mount Washington, and then you're moving into Sun Peaks, which is in the interior. So that's when you get a flight, a -hmm. plane flight, another kind of up and down our little Fokker. Quite an adventure in one of those planes into the interior. Yeah, it's sorry. a real name. <laughs> they're propelled. <they're, they're> <laughs> Meet the Fockers, my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: Is there heaps to do? Do you reckon in those interior resorts? Yeah,
1: yeah. So the interior resorts, you get you dry powder, and so when you're not like you're obviously going to spend a lot of time skiing, but if your legs can't last the day, because because what are you got to remember about Bridge Columbia is that it's long. They're long runs. Like at some peaks, there's a mile, there's a there's a four, um an eight mile run. You know, it's like they go forever they, the runs go forever so by the time you get down the bottom and there's no lift lines at some peaks or in interior british columbia or rebel stoke or you know oh, sh- so I so sh- don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> so you're back on the lift straight away there's no downtime yeah and the lifts are you know quite long yeah so but if you're not skiing that amazing snow then mm-hmm. the activities is why i also love um bc because there's like dog sledding so you can get behind real huskies and, and, and do your own dog sledding, which is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's another company called Great Canadian Tours, which is based out of Revelstoke and they do, um, all these amazing snowmobiling tours for beginners and advanced. And you go up into the mountains and you're just on a snowmobile. So you've got like power mm-hmm. and you know, which I love. And it's just, but the scenery is quite amazing. And then you'll, you'll be skate, ice skating on real, you know, they're not ice skating rinks. They're actually. On lakes. Mm-hmm. When the lakes freeze over, mm-hmm. they make rinks, you know, in, in, base, in British Columbia, which is kind of awesome. And then food, you know, I oh, just, the food is, it's not, it's not amazing mm-hmm. in British Columbia. You have, in pockets of Whistler, yeah, there are amazing restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's probably two in Sun Peaks. Mm-hmm. But what I find is that the more of British Columbia, you kind of get more, more iconic Canadian towns, mm-hmm. they're realistic towns. Like mm-hmm. you're getting, like in Fernie. You, mm-hmm. it's, well, that's true because in Whistler
0: all the people at the hotel where we none of them were Canadian. Yeah.
1: So yeah. You,
0: you, that's true, isn't it? You're, so getting, you're
1: actually meeting Canadians you when you are, go. You <laughs> are, you are, and they're amazing, like, and they've got stories to tell. And they've grown up in that town. So they've grown up skiing in Fernie or they've grown up skiing in Panorama or, you know, and so they're that's mm. their life. They love their town and they want to keep it authentic. They want to keep it Canadian. They don't want to try and be the next whoever is coming in. So, the, so you're eating authentic food, whether it's going to be your hot dogs and it's going to be your big burgers and your poutine or poutine. Do you know what poutine is? No. Oh, poutine is fries or chips with, um, Cheese curd sounds awful, but it's amazing and gravy over the top. <laughs> Poutine. Give me two poutines. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, my God. And cinnamon buns. How could you forget about a cinnamon bun? <laughs> oh, I'm gluten oh. free. I can forget. Oh, you can forget, <laughs> so you can forget. You can't. I can't. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just. It, it's a, it's a, you must ski BC. Do you, do they have alcohol
0: laws that prevents you from having wine? Or do uh, they have no, wineries?
1: <laughs> they have absolutely wineries. Like in the interior, um, British Columbia, it, they're known for their wineries. Like the Okanagan Valley is known for, um, for each wine, actually red and white varieties. And, and they're amazing. They're, really good tasting and you can go do winery tours in the day if you want to. So if you're um, with
0: if you're with a mixed
1: group and then yeah. you've got you know, if my mum
0: came over and she actually didn't ski so she was in the hotel room the whole time. Yeah. We yeah. said, Mum, you did it to yourself, you didn't even go on the pool. Yeah. But if she was in Sun Peaks, she would go
1: and so she go, go. so she could go down to like down to the town of Kamloops, and there is actually a museum down there of the Shuswap people, the local indigenous tribe down there. So that is all down there. She can go ice fishing if she wants, which is kind of an amazing thing to do. But it's purely Canadian. Like you yeah. go out onto a lake, they cut a hole and you ice fish. It sounds cold and boring, but it's actually not. Mm-hmm. Um, she there's they, in all the towns, there's all little shops. Mm-hmm. You know, like an interior, there's like little kind of boutiquey things, and mm-hmm. they're not. Sh- huge shops you want there no there's no big city like in, no well there's a Walmart in oh. Kamloops and there's a Walmart up in Kelowna mm-hmm. but not near like you mm-hmm. have to go down off the hill to get to these like you can't they're not like park city but they're mm-hmm. just at the door and they're on the same same area you've got to go down off the hill mm-hmm. a lot of the hills in in British Columbia have, are like are a drive up mm-hmm. but you can ski and ski out so that's no drama but the bigger towns where you fly into are about a two-hour drive below yeah
0: and what is so, what
1: is um what does
0: Sun Peaks have? Is it a is it a village? I haven't been yeah, there. Yeah,
1: it's a village actually. I'm, oh gosh, it's kind of me talking about how traditional um, Canadian is. It's uh, the village is based on European. It's built like a European village, but it's beautiful and like Silver Star. No, 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 Silver Star is uh, like a yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it is beautiful, but it's different. Like Silver Star is still quite Canadian and all different colours and amazing. Whereas They've kind of taken a European feel uh-huh. in the Sun Peaks Village. So I think that's the beauty of BC as well is that every town that you go to has its own personality. Mm. So you if you're driving and you turn up to Revelstoke, it's like these cross-town, like you think, where are we? It's just like a tiny little town. But there's little patches of restaurants and bars within that town that are just vibe got their own vibe within each town like um, panorama you kind of drive straight through the town of panorama and you go oh my god where are we going to like what have i what have i done what have we done to the family like a, oh where are we off to you and then you get it's like real dang, 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 dang. sorry canada i love you but yeah. <laughs> but you just go wow there's a train track And you see the Canadian Pacific go past, you know, and you're like, oh, and then you just keep driving, you get up into the Rockies and Panorama comes out and it's like, oh, that's a Panorama. It's a Panorama. I wonder how they got that (laughs) name. But yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the beauty of British Columbia is Mm. that they just have their own personality in every Mm. town. There's a, there's a trek called the Powder Highway, which is what, um, Ski Life Tours does, Life Tours does. (laughs) <laughs> we we it's it's well renowned now, this part powder highway within you can go like through from Sun Peaks to Revelstoke, to Kicking Horse, to Panorama and out fly out of Calgary, or you can go the bottom route, which is like your Red Mountain, your Fernie, mm. Apex, um, up through Kimberley, that's another route. You if you had a month, you could do the whole of it. But if you've got ten days you can do you probably need about fifteen fifteen days to do the powder highway from Sun Peaks to fly yeah. out. So mm. Yeah. It's big yeah, so it's big big province. Yeah. It's it's so
0: there's amazing. definitely some pros to the non epic
1: Yeah, within uh, BC definitely. Yeah. And
0: yeah. those mainly being that no crowds. Yeah. Lack of crowds. It's yeah. the main one, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Like it
1: definitely, definitely. Feeds, feeds into things. Like it you're does. It does. Like, you know, and then, you, yeah, you, you kind of even you get an experience without running into every second person is an Aussie or a Kiwi or, you know, like because that's you kind of want to go to a different country and have a different vibe and a different feel. So, you know, they're still not – That like Whistler's got amazing coffee, you probably still won't find amazing coffee. Oh, actually in Revelstoke you do There's an amazing – they're starting to pick up like that now in Canada, you know. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but it's not going to be in every every shop Mm. that you're still going to have, you know, and you're still going to have these Canadian touches that you – they're probably missing from Whistler Mm. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I remember you saying when you went to Sun Peaks, you and Shah, um, that she said it's a really – safe little town and the ages that your kids
1: were at the time you could still let them go down the bakery and yeah well they went to rocky mountain chocolate factory by themselves because it's just a tiny little walk through village like ski it's a ski through village so all your accommodation is kind of well not all of it there's some that's out the back but you can ski through the village so There's no cars in the village. It's all pedestrians and it's all snowbound and it's all, yeah. And they were like, yeah, we'll go up to the chocolate factory by ourselves and spend $4,000. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they weren't allowed. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's definitely, um, Mm -hmm. pretty amazing. I can't say enough about it Mm. and, and Sunpeaks. So yeah. So
0: that's why we've kind of chosen those two random destinations of the world yeah i (laughs) know and bc yeah but we do love them and we've experienced probably the most skiing in those places between us yeah so
1: got the most versatility for every different ability to ski and even and the non-skiers i think canada's great for that there's a lot to do for your non-skier cross-country trails are amazing like that, you, the scenery that you go through. And there's one little place called Nelson that, oh my gosh, they, they're just, it's winter, it's a fairy wonderland. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's quite amazing. It's a good place to explore and it's steep. And that's your difference, you know, like North America is steeper. That's what you want if you get to a certain level. You want a bit of a steepness to your terrain. Mm. You know, and just get way steep, powder all the time hands <laughs> <laughs> lie, lie, No, <laughs> yeah so i i would say and it's just easy it's english speaking you mm-hmm. know not that that makes a difference really anywhere now because you know sign language works a lot <laughs> but it's and it's good flight to get to canada like that's i think that's what may turn people off a lot and like you guys fly into la there's now direct flights to canada so from brisbane melbourne and sydney so, and it's a 14-hour flight. You It sounds like a long time, but it's not really. Um, you get over it. It's about 15 movies. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's true. Unless oh, yeah. you've got toddlers and that's, little kids. That's
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that way then. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's a, it's a good flight and then their connections are easy. Mm. So, um, again, I would book through a travel agent, mm-hmm. like just because you got that security and safety. Because in Canada, um, we did have a story actually, This year when we were trying to fly out, my hubby was trying to get out home and his flight got cancelled out of of Kamloops and it got cancelled for three days. So that's probably a con. (laughs) And we had ours through a travel agent. One of our friends that had to get out on the same day had booked everything online. He ended up paying an upgrade because there were no flights available because everyone was trying – no seats available. Mm. So our travel agent could have had the luxury of getting on Mm. to the computer and just going, yeah, got your seat from Australia. Mm. When we were sitting in Canada, we couldn't even get Air Canada on the phone. We couldn't Mm. even get them on anywhere. He ended this guy that we were travelling with, he ended up – he had to go because he runs a business. He ended up having to upgrade to business class, pay two grand for that flight, and that flight got cancelled anyway. Mm. So then he had to go again and pay the next one for the next flight. So, it's, yeah, there's lots of benefits to a travel agent and, mm. and you know, and thinking ahead, be organised, you know, in any of your holidays. If you see that, if you know that there's snow coming in, it'll be the talk of the town in any village. Snow's coming in. If you know you're flying out in a couple of days, get on the internet and go, oh, okay, nice. well, uh, yeah, because you can catch by Like um, a couple of the other people from Kamloops, from Sun Peaks and Interior, they just got a, a bus all the way through to Vancouver. So, they at least they could get their flight. Back home to Australia. Mm. So there's options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And we
0: haven't actually talked about the Icon Pass, which is yeah. similar to an Epic Pass but just has different results Resorts. on that. But we will address the icon pass in another episode. Yep. Yeah,
1: definitely. We've got a lot to talk about. We love it. We love us talk about we, we love a good chat. Yeah. With, this is yeah, I know? just I do love they're two of my favourites, Utah and BC. Well I taught skiing in both of them, so I was like oh, wow, we get to talk about that today. But, yeah. <laughs> but there'll be lots of information on um the website and the podcast link um when we're all done um i think yeah have you got anything to add about your either oh i didn't even ask you about your british columbia where where was yours
0: oh oh yeah You oh, did something uh, yeah that's right. yeah i mean really briefly i have been to um silver star which i love cuz all the colorful buildings yeah and big white big white out we actually did yeah. a, a house exchange there but oh, that was that was fun i probably Probably wouldn't head back in a rush to Big White. Yeah. It's Silver Star is the kind of place i take my mum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Silver Star's got an amazing backside too. Like the the backside runs on Silver Star or the black runs, it's, it's straight down, you know, it's endless at the backside. It's really cool.
0: And then I've like
1: been it. to Whistler uh, twice and I would definitely
0: head there again. But I think if I went to BC, I would be really curious about that Powder Highway.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. It's, and it's really easy. Like you want to go with the tour guide there because you, it's, it's, you're going, you're driving through some treacherous terrain. Like there's a lot of avalanche controlled roads through that section of BC. It's highway one. So you're on a really maintained road, but it's quite, it gets snowy. I'll put a, um, I've got a video of us driving through it in the full on snow. That <laughs> is like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. Darren did it, but I'll have to do it. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, we'll catch Wrap you another time. Yeah, <laughs> okay. nice. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and Tennille. If you've learned a handy tip or two, then happy days. To catch all our episodes, subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www. Dot LovingThesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.